0: this is the insurance buzz and we are your host michael and courtney weaver we coach insurance professionals business owners and people just like you every day on how to live a life and have a business you are excited about
1: here on the insurance buzz we share the wins the losses and everything in between that comes with being married business partners training in the insurance space and growing our business side by side we also connect with other business owners and leaders making their mark in the world and hopefully inspire you to make yours.
0: Hey, welcome to the Insurance Buzz. We are your hosts, Michael and Courtney Weaver. I've got a question for you. Are you tired of losing customers? Out the back door, are you tired of having a high customer turnover or high lapse can? That's what we're talking about today.
1: Ooh. Let's get into it.
0: Who is right. Ooh. Now, before we get into it, I have a favor to ask. If you have not subscribed to the Insurance Buzz, press pause right now and please subscribe. It would mean the absolute world to us.
1: Yeah. we We have so much fun creating valuable content for you. So the more feedback that you can give, the more that you subscribe and follow and leave reviews, that just lets us know that we're not just talking to nobody ourselves (laughs) talking to ourselves we're talking to you we want to make sure that we are showing up and bringing you incredible content valuable information that you can implement today we want you to take action on it and that's what we're going to be talking about today something that you can implement that really will increase your bottom dollar you work so hard to bring these customers in the prospecting the acquisition learning the word tracks overcoming objections To just see them go out the back door. So what we're going to talk about today is really how to create customers for the long haul, not just every six months. You're having to recycle these, you know, new customers, prospect more, dump more money into marketing. These are lifelong customers that you can build your book of business with.
0: Yeah, I actually was just reading an article and it said that in a residual base business, that if you can really focus on client retention, it will add 10% to your bottom line. 10% that is a lot of money in Mm -hmm. most cases. So now before we get into tangible things that you and your team can do every single day, I want to start with retention, the customer experience. It starts with the sales conversation. How you acquire business is how the business leaves you. So if you are focused on transactional sales, get the customer in, get the customer out. Don't focus on education. Don't focus on value-based. Don't focus on relationship-based conversations. And you're just hoping that you have the lowest price you are going to have an extremely high lapse. Can you are going to have high client turnover? You're going to bring customers in. They're going to go right out the back door in just a few months. So that's where it starts. And I don't want to skip that because we can give you all the best client retention tactics, tools, ideas. But it starts in that upfront sales conversation. It starts at the point of sell, and then when they become a customer. That's when the real work starts.
1: Yeah. And and I see this happen a lot when we're coaching clients where they spend all of their energy on the front end getting the sale and then that's it. They're done. They're out. And actually, you should spend just as much time, if not more, after the sale to retain that customer. Yep. Yep. They're going to be a huge part of driving referrals. And we all want referral business. That's like... If we would, if we would just title this referrals, we would have so many more downloads on this podcast that's because that's a- the thing we're all chasing.
0: Well, and that's what, and, and we were blessed that by the time we were two and a half years in, three years in, we were a referral based business.
1: Okay. Hold on. I gotta, I gotta take that away. Anytime somebody says I was blessed negates the work or the sacrifice that mm-hmm. went in to create that. Now Is I there? understand there's having gratitude for a higher power. There's having gratitude for what you currently have. But referrals and a lot of things in your life that you say I am blessed for required some sort of sacrifice or work or process. So I just want to reframe that a little bit.
0: That's fair. That's fair. All right. Let's get into this. Let's do it. So the very first, the very first retention strategy I want to talk about onboarding, you have to onboard your brand new customers, Great. The phone call, the initial sales experience, initial sales conversation, extremely important. But then you have to get in front of your customer. And in today's age, it is easier than ever to establish that face-to-face relationship, regardless if it's in person or virtually. It is so easy. And the pandemic, as unfortunate it was, it was fortunate with technology because everybody, everyone... My 82-year-old grandfather can use Zoom.
1: Yeah. So we were actually talking to my mom and dad. They're in the process. I don't know if I want to say this because this will age them, but they were in the process of getting Medicare set up. And the entire process was done via Zoom. So I don't want you to have that story in your head of my ideal customer isn't going to be on zoom and i can't meet with them virtually you're absolutely right the pandemic really made technology available to everyone and how to use it
0: yep i think that was the number one retention strategy we had in our business is we were so we onboarded 75 three out of every four households we wrote we onboarded That was part of the commission plan. My team had to schedule the appointments. um, And I truly believe starting a scratch agency when we did, by the time we were two and a half years in, that's what led to us being able to be a referral-based business because we had established relationships with those customers. So onboarding, you gotta do it. You gotta do it. And the biggest tip I can tell you here is, is you do it right at the point of sale. So when you close the business, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Customer, before I let you off the phone, I'm gonna get everything started for you that we discussed today. We like to do things just a little little bit differently in our agency. We like to put a face with a name, get to know who we're doing business with and just go over the insurance one more time. When's a good time in the next two or three days to put on the calendar? It's that easy. Assume the appointment, just like you assume the sale. Go ahead and get the appointment on the calendar. You got anything to add before we move on? No. All right. So next I'll say thank you cards.
1: Ah, oh, I love thank you cards. I do not want you to skip over this. I don't don't want you to be like, eh, nobody cares. So thank you cards, especially a handwritten thank you card, means so much to me. I actually when was this like two or three weeks ago? We had our groceries delivered Instacart. Mm. And in the bag of our groceries was a handwritten thank you card from our driver. It blew me away so much that I left her a review and I increased her tip. I'm like, this is insane because it's the little things that you think don't matter, but those are the things that really count because it makes you more than just a number to your insurance agent. Like, You actually care. You wrote me a handwritten thank you card so i'm just driving that point home because i I, they mean so much
0: it's an automatic way to differentiate yourself to automatically add value to that relationship right off the get-go so the strategy i recommend is right when you close the business you write the thank you card get it in the mail you have a five-month follow-up pin for the thank you card. You have an 11-month pin for the follow-up card. And then every, every six months after that. So you are touching base with customers on every renewal with a handwritten thank you card before they get their renewal in the mail. So that if the rate does go up, which in the market we are in today, the environment, rates are continuously going up. At least they received a thank you from you, handwritten, it's different, where you are showing your appreciation, your gratitude for their business, which makes that rate increase maybe not that bad. Yeah. Are you tired of hiring new producers only to find out that your sales numbers aren't improving? It's a common problem in the insurance industry, but the solution isn't always to keep hiring new people. Instead, it's time to invest in a comprehensive training program that can transform your existing team into top performing producers. Our insurance training program is designed to help your team achieve measurable sales success. We understand the unique challenges of the insurance industry and have developed a training program that addresses those challenges head on our program covers everything from prospecting and lead generation to closing deals and retaining clients. There's so much more to the program. So if you're interested in joining the program, that's helped over 10,000 insurance agents nationwide, visit www.weaversa.com or send me a text directly at 816-727-7610 with any questions to find out more. Next, we have uh, we have birthday calls. Yes. All right, birthday calls. So the birthday calls was one of my favorite things to do as an agent. We got amazing feedback. I can't tell you how many times we would hear, wow, you're the only person that has called me today. Mm-hmm. And then fast forward a few years after we'd been doing it, they would literally answer the phone and be like, I've been waiting for your phone call.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And usually as an insurance agent, you're delivering some not so great news. Mm. So it was always fun. I loved calling on somebody's birthday because they're expecting something different and you're calling and saying, Hey, just wanted to wish you a happy birthday. Thank you so much for your business.
0: Yeah, it was, I don't know. I always enjoyed them. They were a lot of fun. They are always great conversations. I'll lead with annual appointments next. So annual appointments, um, getting in front of your customers again on an annual basis, going over their policies, making sure their discounts are, are up to date, catching up with them. Because just like your life changes, their life changes. I know I'm not telling you anything you don't know already. You don't already know, but... This is a critical point because at least you're trying to set the appointment. Even if they tell you no, you have on notes in case something happens. Hey, I reached out to you, so not only is this a great retention strategy, this is always a this is a great CYA, cover your ass, man. Like, (laughs) like let's do this.
1: Yeah, so you can have notes in the system. That's
0: right. Um, I'm going to go with claims.
1: Oh my gosh, the reason why everyone has insurance. Yeah, claims when it counts.
0: So I know we're going fast and furious through this, but claims calls one of the best things that we did and something that we got amazing feedback for throughout our entire career was we had a claims strategy. We actually had a claims point of contact in our agency to where on a weekly basis... The individual would follow up with every customer that had an open claim, just via text message saying, hey, just wanted to check in, wanted to make sure the claim was going smoothly. Do you need anything from us? Are you happy with the way everything is going? So you do this throughout the whole claim. You make sure, hey, they're happy. It's progressing smoothly. All is good. So then at the end of the claim, you have an easy referral ask. Hey, I know the claim just went extremely smooth for you. You seem extremely happy. Who do you know that I could help out a really easy way to go into that referral ask. And just like you said, Courtney, the number one reason, the only reason people have insurance besides they have to have it when talking about auto insurance, but when they have a claim, they want to be taken care of.
1: Yeah. I want to know that what I'm paying for when it's time, when it matters that you have my back, Mm -hmm. like that's the biggest thing. Like, And this goes back to the upfront conversation. When you when you are talking to a prospect and you are presenting value, these are giving you things to talk about in that value conversation. You can bring these specific things up. Like we meet with our customers every single year. We have a dedicated claim specialist in our office who will follow up with you on a weekly basis just to make sure that you don't have any questions that we're in the know of what's going on. If you have any concerns that we're right there. Like, I think that's incredibly important, especially now with everything that changes in our industry so quickly is we still want to talk to people, especially when things aren't going well.
0: Absolutely. I mean, everyone wants more referrals, but are you actually referable? Are you actually any different than a 1-800 number? Hmm. I know you say you are, but are you actually? So I like to always talk about that. Um holiday calls.
1: Oh, I love these. <laughs> They're so good. So freaking good. Like
0: every I'm getting my high pitch cuz I'm getting excited. <laughs> I so, love it when
1: you do your high pitch voice.
0: So, every year before Christmas, mm-hmm. um we would make calls just to say thank you so much for your business. We appreciate you. We just wanted to wish you a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year's. Need anything from us? Let us know.
1: Yeah. Enjoy your holiday. If there's anything that we can do. That was also too, I mean, in our office, we gave off our team in between Christmas and New Year. So it was Mm -hmm. also a heads up on... You know, this is what we're going to be doing to maintain that great customer service. Just like you are going to be spending time with your family. Our team is going to be spending time with theirs. If there's anything that you need, please don't hesitate to reach out to me directly um, or know that during this holiday season, that's what we're going to be doing.
0: Yeah. So not only does this work really, so customers love these calls, but not only does it work really well from a retention standpoint, it also drives business. You're calling your entire book of business to wish them happy holidays, whatever you, whatever you want to say, every single year we would generate an additional 20, 20 to 30 policies in the month of December just because of these calls. So really, really, really good there. Production, retention, great. Customer appreciation, barbecue.
1: Everything that you say, I'm just going to say, I love that. Yeah,
0: because it was awesome.
1: Because <laughs> it, it was. It was a really great way to connect with people that you don't see all the time. Um, And the barbecue was, I mean, it it was just so much fun. It was a great time of year. It was a way to put a face with the name. Um, And it was also something, you know, when we were leading up to the barbecue and we were writing new business, we would invite them right away. And if they had been around, I mean, it was an expectation. They knew it was coming. Mm -hmm. They knew they were going to get their calendars. They knew they were going to get some swag. But it was also a way... I don't know how many times I would go back and you would be back in your office submitting policies because people are coming up to the <laughs> barbecue and going, oh, hey, by the way, we got a new vehicle. Or they would bring their new vehicle yep. and say, hey, look at this. Look at my new toy. Look what I have. Or, hey, I've been meaning to get a hold of you anyways. Let me grab a burger. Let's go back. I have some questions on this. Yep. I mean, it happened. You would start cooking and you would make it maybe half the time. And then you'd be pulled in because mm-hmm. customers would would need yep. something.
0: And my dad or your dad had to take over they the would, grill. They would, so. they would
1: take over and grill my stuff.
0: And it was always fun. So look, customer appreciation day. It doesn't have to be a barbecue. We did a food truck before. Like just just by doing this, you set yourself apart. You're sending them a card, inviting them to a customer appreciation day, just to say thank you. It was one thing that we loved because we loved establishing relationships with our customers. It was something that we did and the community would get involved as well. Mm So, um, it was a lot of fun.
1: We would invite local businesses as well. So this is also a way to like cross pollinate your network. So if you have local businesses in, in your area that you're wanting to really develop a relationship with, you can invite them to your customer barbecue. So not only is it a way to connect with them, but it also doesn't just tell them what your customer service looks like when you're meeting them. It shows them like I am a person who shows what I do instead of me just saying, I have amazing customer service. Why don't you come to the barbecue? connect experience me, it yourself yeah let me <laughs> let me buy you lunch essentially um and see what we do here what we do for our customers and if that's a fit we'd love to work with you we'd love for your customers to be a part of this as well
0: yeah barbecues were awesome customer yeah. appreciation days were great it's
1: not just because we're in kansas city either i mean like, <laughs> but could mm. be i'm
0: um. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good at what I, what I do on the, on the smoker. So there are so
1: many ways I can take that. In <laughs> Let's move on to social All right, media. The
0: last thing that I want to touch base on social media. We added customers as friends on Facebook. I think I still think Facebook's the best platform for insurance professionals. And it, I I believe it was the best thing we, man, I've said this about a lot of things. I believe it's, but by adding them as a friend on Facebook, you could keep up with their life. they could keep up with you so its so they could actually develop a relationship with you to where not only are you their insurance advisor, their professional, but they start to view you as an individual as a family man they they start to see well family man for me all right family whatever so um it was just so powerful cuz you could establish a relation a deep relationship with the customer without really even ha- even having to go spend much time you're just doing your your thing you're mm-hmm. already doing on social media and they start to know you like you trust you fall in love with you get to know you it was a am- it was it was amazing the feedback that we got from it and i truly believe that's why our, our laps can was always so low. Even though we were a scratch new market agency growing like crazy the turnover was just low.
1: So the process went like this. I'm going to share with you what the process was to add them on social media. They would come in for their appointment. We had a client profile form on there. We would ask for their social media handles and make sure that it was okay. We would friend them right there when they were in the office. We would ask them to like our business page Mm -hmm. and leave us a five-star rating and review there and also leave us a five-star rating and review on Google. And then we would in turn both be Facebook friends so we could keep up with each other. We would also, after the appointment, send them a thank you via message. So Facebook message, thank you so much for your business. If there's anything that you need, please don't hesitate to reach out. So they can not only contact us all the multitude of ways that you already have available, but now they can also shoot you a DM. And we would write a lot of policies where people were like, oh, yeah, she's in her stories. She's talking about life insurance. I forgot I was going to ask her a question. Hey, are you available? I need to come in and I have a few questions. So it, it just makes yourself again, a human being that they know, okay, I'm doing business with a person and not just a 1-800 number, not just, you know, a person down the street that I, that doesn't care about me.
0: Yep. So if this is something that you want to implement right now, when you're doing your, let's just say you're going to, you're going to quick do a, do a quick annual call to your customer just to say, thank you on that phone call. All you have to do is say, Hey. We're trying to keep keep up with our customers a lot more than we have in the past. I'd love to just add you as a friend on Facebook. I've, I've got you pulled up. Is that okay? Yeah. Like, bam, right there. That's the introduction you're asking. And then yeah, there's so many good things that come from that. So.
1: I mean, I know we gave a lot of strategies and I want you to pick the ones that would work best for you because there's a lot of people who are like, I don't want to do the social media thing. There's other people who are like... You know, barbecue, community event, not for me, whatever that looks like. Yeah. If I had to pick one, hands down, over and over, the one that I would say, this is the one that you should always pick, it would be the onboarding appointment.
0: Amen. 100% fire emojis going everywhere. <laughs> you
1: you need to meet with your customers. Yep. That is the one thing out of all of these other things that will differentiate you from your competition is you taking the time to actually sit down either face-to-face or virtually and answer the questions that they have and really get to know them. That Nothing beats that. Out of all of these, that's the one where it's like, you're hearing my problem and you're going to solve it.
0: Gosh, dang.
1: Yeah, I love this.
0: Onboarding, and then I'd follow that up with, The annual appointments, like Mm -hmm. meeting with your customers, because also in that survey I told you about, uh, or not survey, but the statistics I told about earlier about the retention at 10%, 70% 70 of customers say they leave because of poor customer service. So if you have no relationship established with this customer, they don't view you as a friend, they've never seen your face, they're going to go right out the back door, right? When something happens... Maybe your fault. Maybe the company's fault. Don't know. You don't have a relationship established. They don't care. They're gone. So establish relationships with the customers.
1: If you enjoyed this episode like we did, if you thought it was amazing, <laughs> we just kept saying, this is amazing. I love that. Do us a favor and leave us a five-star rating and review. We practice what we preach. We want to make sure and show up and provide the best value that we can here on the insurance buzz. And let us know if you implement one of these and you see success. We would love to hear about that. Again, if you pick nothing else, pick the onboarding appointment, make sure you show up for your customers just like you would want any business professional to show up for you.
0: Absolutely. So, as always, time is the most valuable and important asset that we all have. We appreciate you spending time with us today. Go out and make it great. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Insurance Buzz. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, and leave a rating and review. If you want to take your insurance agency to the next level and join our community, simply check out Weaver Sales Academy at www.weaversa.com. Again, that's www.weaversa.com. Or visit the show notes on our new and current programs we have available exclusively for you. As always, time is the most valuable and important asset that we all have and I appreciate you spending it with me. See you on the next episode.